0: Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by the Cross Check Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, which goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Cross Check Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, May 4th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to follow the podcast. You can leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all free, wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That's at capital L capital O underscore Blackhawks with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning in to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. This is a post-game pod following the Blackhawks' second meeting of the back-to-back with the Carolina Hurricanes. Wasn't able to get an episode out this morning, unfortunately, due to a power outage after the storms we got in the Chicago area last night, so I apologize for that, um, but plenty of information and in Stuff to break down here on today's show with uh, two games in the last 24 hours. On Monday night, the Blackhawks opened up their series against the Hurricanes in Carolina, and man, that one was kind of a stinker. Malcolm Subban got the start, and that never really looked very good or comfortable in there. He was giving up rebounds early on. He gave up that bad goal to Dougie Hamilton from below the goal line. Hamilton just Fires the puck towards the net and it bounces in off Subban's stick and goes right through his legs. Um, and then Carolina, they were just they were hot right from the get-go and they were out battling the Hawks. They were forechecking hard, winning all the foot races. They just looked like the better and the hungrier team. And because of that, they were able to go ahead four to nothing at the midway point of the game. Sebastian Ajo had two consecutive goals in that second period to. Get Carolina ahead four to nothing, and really at that point, I mean, Blackhawks with this team that they have, they're not going to come down. They're not going to come back from down four, especially against an an elite team like the Carolina Hurricanes, who are currently the top team in the NHL. But the Blackhawks, I'll give them credit, they did fight hard. Ian Mitchell wound up scoring a, a one timer goal. That was his. First goal since uh, early in February, so it had been a while for Mitchell finding the back of the net, and you can tell he was pumped after that one. A big fist pump, even though the Hawks were still down 4-1, 4-1, to and then early on in the third period, Alex Debrinket scored his 26th goal. That extended his goal streak to three games and his point streak to four. The Cat stays red hot. Dominic Kubelik picked up his second assist of the game on Cat's goal, um, but it was just too little too late for the Blackhawks. They lost that one 5-2 to after a Sebastian Ajo empty netter for the hat trick. As I said, a, a pretty ugly game from start to finish there for the Blackhawks. Um, But the real takeaway from Monday's contest was that after Malcolm Subban allowed four goals on just 18 shots faced, he was pulled in favor of Colin Delia. I've been talking on the show for the past couple of weeks how I was really hoping that Delia was going to get some looks here in the final stretch of the season. That's exactly what happened on Monday night. Delia comes into the game and really after that point, I mean, that's when the Blackhawks kind of got a spark and started playing some better hockey. That's when uh, Mitchell had that goal late in the second to brink it, added one in the third. Delia was making some big stops to kind of keep the Hawks alive, and he finished uh, with 19 saves on 19 shots faced. And because of that solid performance in the second half of the game, Delia wound up starting tonight in the second game of this back-to-back. And... I I really like that decision. I mean, with the loss yesterday, the Blackhawks were officially eliminated from playoff contention, even though we've known for uh, a week, week and a half that this team just it wasn't going to be a postseason, uh, wasn't going to be able to get enough points to qualify for the postseason. We all knew that really ever since that series loss against the Nashville Predators. So with with it now being official, though, obviously, you know, even though the Blackhawks, um, they, they still had a chance, so Jeremy Colleton and the message in that locker room was going to be keep playing hard, we're going to try to win as many games as we can here, maybe go on a streak and kind of get lucky, but now that that's out the window, I'm glad to see that Colin Delia got the start and net tonight for the Blackhawks, and early on that game, he was really good. First period, Carolina, uh, the first couple minutes that they actually started out pretty strong, and they tested Delia a couple times, he made all the saves, but then the Blackhawks really started to take control of that opening 20 minutes. And they managed to go ahead 2 to nothing with a shorthanded goal from Alex Dabrinkit, the first shorthanded goal of his career, further extending his point and goal streak. Cat's 27th goal of the season, a nice move there on a breakaway, just rifling the puck over Peter Mrazek's glove side. And then a few minutes later, Mike Hardman recorded his first NHL goal. Uh, Mackenzie Whistle, who... Drew into the lineup tonight in place of Kirby Doc. We'll have some uh, conversations on Kirby in just a little bit. But Mackenzie Entwistle was in the lineup tonight for Chicago, his second NHL game, and he entered the offensive zone with some speed, beat his man outside, and a really smart play to just fire the puck on net. The Blackhawks don't do that enough. Just make the easy play. Good things happen when you put the puck on net. And what happened there? Entwistle fires it. Um, Mirazi kicks out his right pad, a huge rebound, and Mike Hardman is right there to jump on it and tap in his first NHL goal. Also a pretty cool moment there, because not only did Hardman record his first NHL point on that goal, but so did Mackenzie Entwistle. Not really sure how, uh, they're gonna figure out who gets what puck, um... Maybe saw it in half. I saw someone suggest that on Twitter, but a cool moment there from um, the two youngsters, and that had the Blackhawks up two to nothing in that opening period, and they were really dominating the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, it was like, where, where was that effort last night? But as has been the case for the majority of this 2021 regular season, the Blackhawks just could not put together a complete 60-minute effort, and in the second period. Carolina really found their legs, and they started to get it going. Nino Niederreiter tapped one in in front of the net. Uh, Morgan Geeky on that play actually tried the Svechnikov. He tried to lift the puck on his stick behind the net. It bounced off, but he stuck with it and made a perfect feed to find Niederreiter, the Blackhawks' killer, wide open in front of the net, both Dylan Strome and Ian Mitchell, really, with some subpar defense on that play, and then after that, Carolina was able to build. They actually had a 5-on-3 power play opportunity in that second period that the Blackhawks managed to kill off. Of course, Carolina has the top power play in the entire National Hockey League, but the Blackhawks' penalty kill actually has been playing pretty well the last few weeks, and that was a big kill there in the middle of the second period to keep them ahead 2-1 to at the moment, but... They weren't able to hold off Carolina long term. Andre Svechnikov fired a puck from the point, and that one just found its way through traffic, <clears throat> excuse me, and past Colin Delia. That tied the score two to two heading into the third period. And then um, Carolina, they were just the better team in that final 20 minutes, right out of the intermission. Uh as has killed the Blackhawks throughout a lot of this season. The, the start of the third period just has never been good enough. And four minutes in, Andre Svechnikov records his second of the game on a backhand uh, breakaway. That one, he just absolutely toasted Ian Mitchell in transition. Um, and then a few minutes later, Tevo Teravainen puts one past Delia to extend the lead to 4-2. A huge breakdown there by Nikita Zadorov in his own zone really just kind of stood around and took nobody. Not sure what was happening on that play. And then for for the, you know, for the Blackhawks to allow four unanswered after that dominant second period. It's just like, come on, boys. Why can we never put together a complete 60-minute effort? It seems like Jeremy Colliton talks about it after every game. I get this is a young team, but man, those lapses really kill the Blackhawks. I don't know how they could be—I understand Carolina's a really good team, and they have a great coach and Rod Brindamore, and they have a lot of talented players, and they can adjust on the fly, but for the Blackhawks to have that start to this game and then really just fade throughout the rest of of the way, um, I will say Peter Morazzi did make some big stops in that to keep uh, his team ahead. And also keep them right there in the thick of things in the second and third periods. But the Blackhawks, the, their best period of this game, without a doubt, was the opening 20 minutes, and that just that can't be the case. You know, you're not going to win very many games when you play your best in the opening 20. You got to play full 60, and this team just doesn't do that often enough this season. And again, that really cost him because they came up just short. Alex Dabrinkit scored his second of the game on a nice wrister through a Philip Kurashev screen. That cut it to four to three with about eight minutes to go. The Blackhawks also had a power play with about three or, or four minutes left in that third period. Didn't really get much going at all. And then, of course, right when Jeremy Colleton pulls a goalie, not sure why he waited so long, honestly, to pull the goaltender in this situation. It was There was like... 15 or 20 seconds left maybe in that power play you think you'd want to get the six on four out there for a little bit longer than that keep the man in the box and have a two-man advantage for as much time as you can so not sure I really agree with that decision Um, but of course it looks worse because five ten seconds after Delia heads off the ice um, Marty Natchez go, goes down and taps one into the empty netter. Nito Niederreiter for good measure and just to pad his career stats against the Blackhawks gets the second empty netter and made this one look a little bit uglier than it was. So for the Blackhawks tonight, it it's, it's just how it's been all season long, man. They show flashes where you're like, wow, this team, even though they're young, they can play with anybody and then the very next period you're like, oh man, maybe I was wrong. So... Uh, It's just the frustrations of a young team and unfortunate that they came up short tonight. Um, They fought hard, but that now makes it six consecutive losses for the Chicago Blackhawks, not how they wanted to end this 2021 regular season. That has their record now at 22-25-6, way below 500 now. Um, Tough sledding here for the Blackhawks in, in the last few games, I know they've had uh some really tough opponents, Nashville, Florida, Tampa Bay for a game, Carolina the top team in the n h l um but no excuses, you know, I don't care that this team's young, you gotta fight hard and find ways to win, and the Blackhawks just have not been able to do that in their last handful of games, so Uh, Unfortunately, the losing streak continues, even though the Blackhawks did play much better than they did last night, and they're just going to have to find a way to recoup and put together a much better effort when they take on the Carolina Hurricanes for the third consecutive game on Thursday night. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, there are my thoughts on the Blackhawks' back to back losses to the Carolina Hurricanes. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to talk about Kirby Doc being held out of the Blackhawks lineup tonight due to a right wrist aggravation. But first, I need to talk to you all about 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply as a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on bluenow.com. Just search the words 10x10. 10 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and is also fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring that she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10x10 10 10 only at bluenow.com. I also need to talk to you all about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax-loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, billion. And you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash nhl. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first 5000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com/lockdownnhl. That's w e a l t h f r o n t.com/lockdownnhl to start growing your savings. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I just finished sharing my thoughts on the Blackhawks' back-to-back losses to the Carolina Hurricanes. Moving on now, I wanted to be sure to talk about forward Kirby Doc being held out of the Hawks lineup tonight due to right wrist scar tissue aggravation. And when this news broke earlier in the night, a lot of Blackhawks fans were Upset with the organization for potentially rushing back Kirby from his wrist injury, which of course required surgery back in December. It's just a tough and weird situation to be honest. Now, I say it's tough because it's so hard to judge. We're we're not in that training room. We we don't know exactly how Doc feels now. We have heard him say that he's still dealing with some pain in his wrist, but from the Many people who I have heard from and kind of talked to who have dealt with broken wrists themselves, they have all, for the most part, said that the pain, it's going to be there for some time. It's not just going to magically disappear overnight. So even though, uh, you know, we heard Kirby say that he was still dealing with some pain earlier in the season, I don't think that necessarily meant that the Blackhawks rushed him back or anything. That just could be something that Kirby is dealing with for the next few few months. Hopefully not as severe, but it sounds like it's something that, you know, he could have to battle through for a little bit. But I will say, tonight definitely changed things a little bit because, at least from my perspective, it, it has been clear that Doc was struggling out there on the ice. He just has looked nowhere near the same player that we saw in that play-in-round versus Edmonton and in the first round, against the Vegas Golden Knights last year. And I think some of that could be due to, um, you know, a few things that Kirby has been battling with his wrist. So to hear that news right before the game, I understand why it kind of sent Blackhawks fans in a panic. And a lot of people were upset with the Blackhawks' decision to bring him back this season when they heard this news. But as I said a minute ago, it's just such a tough situation to judge because we don't have all the details on how Doc is feeling and whatnot, and, you know, let's say if if Kirby came back and he was lighting it up, you know, no one would be second-guessing this decision at all. People only feel this way because he has struggled a little bit since his return, so I will say, you know, if it's something that's going to bother him long-term and if he's, you know, not playing at the level we expect him to next year, then maybe I will say I agree with all the fans who are upset right now, but... It's just a tough situation. Definitely does suck, though, that Doc wasn't able to suit up for the Blackhawks tonight, and he possibly won't be able to go for any of these final three games of the 2021 regular season. Coach Jeremy Calliton spoke after the game a little bit about Doc, but all he really had to offer was, all he said was that he, he's kind of unsure of what's going to happen. Uh, he did add, though, that it it's not that unusual or unexpected for him to be dealing with some scar tissue problems. I don't know if that's him saving face for the organization or telling the truth or what, but um, I don't know. Tough situation for sure, but I guess we're just going to have to kind of wait and see what happens in the next couple of days because if Doc, if he only misses this one game, I expect all of this to blow over, and then hopefully he can come out and have some solid performances to kind of shut down all this talk that the wrist has been bothering him recently and deterring his play. Alright, there are my thoughts on Kirby Doc being forced to miss tonight's game due to scar tissue aggravation. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to talk about what I think the Blackhawks need to do in their final three games of the regular season. But first, I need to tell you all about BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball is back, the NBA and NHL are getting down to their final games of the season. And for those interested in other things aside from sports, Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I also need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even as much as 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership? Chain stores and car dealerships have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and you can even choose the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you will ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices. the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, I just finished up sharing some thoughts on Kirby Doc not being able to play for the Blackhawks tonight. Now, before I wrap things up on the show here today, I also wanted to be sure to discuss what I think the Hawks should be doing in these final three games now that the playoffs are officially out of the picture. So, for the Blackhawks tonight with Doc out, I was Really happy to see that Mackenzie Entwistle drew into the lineup for his second NHL game. His first stand-up with the Hawks only saw one game of action, which I'm sure must have been tough, and then after that, sent back down to Rockford, played a few games with them, so now, with the year being essentially over in terms of wins and losses, those don't really matter at this point, I like that Carlton, he was willing to... To put a guy like Entwistle into the lineup over a veteran like Brett Connolly. Nothing against Connolly. I've been talking about him for the past couple of games. He just doesn't have anything to prove at this point in the year. Why are you playing him over the young guys, Jeremy Colleton? So, I like that he got Entwistle into the lineup tonight. And that's what these last three games should be all about. It should be about the youth movement in the organization. Get some youngsters an opportunity and... See what they got. We literally have nothing to lose at this point. And for Entwistle, I thought he played very well tonight for the most part. He had that nice primary assist on Mike Hardman's goal. Uh, I thought he he was pretty physical out there, and he, he even made a couple of sound defensive plays as well. So very happy with that decision from Colleton, and I hope to only see more of this as the Hawks play these final three games. Colin Delia definitely... Should start at least two of those games and not see what he's got and see what we want to do with him in the offseason. Mike Hardman should continue to get looks on the fourth line. He's been really physical so far. Jeremy Colleton in his post game presser said that he's been excellent, which I agree with a hundred percent. Mike Hardman, he's been that physical jolt that this team has needed in their forward group since he's been in the lineup, and he's provided that once again tonight. Led the Blackhawks with five hits and. Keep playing all the kids, Jeremy. It's it's only going to do you good in the long run. Maybe uh, go down from Rockford and get a guy like Andre Altibarmakian up. Maybe Evan Barrett, Mate Halupa. See what those guys got. I would also like to see Alec Regula make his NHL debut at some point on the back end. We've essentially already seen all of our defenseman prospects besides him so far this year. Wyatt Kalanuck. Nicholas Bodan, Ian Mitchell, and I think it would be good to see what Regula has in store at this point. I mean, this is a guy that tore up the OHL offensively when he was with the London Knights. He was uh, a part-time captain there with uh, Liam Foody, who's now on the Columbus Blue Jackets, so he was a leader in that locker room. A lot of offensive upside to his game. He was a former second-round pick of the Detroit Red Wings, came over to Chicago as part of that Um, that was part of the Brendan Perlini trade, which has been an easy win for the Hawks. Perlini's already out of the NHL playing overseas. Um, so why not play some more of the kids that are down in Rockford? See what we have, Jeremy, and I I think that truly should make his life a little bit easier in the long run, because come training camp, there are certainly going to be some tough decisions to be made up and down the roster. So the youth movement should be the single and only focus of this team here in the final three games of the regular season now that the Chicago Blackhawks have officially missed the postseason once again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, May 4th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. May the 4th be with you. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast. The NHL regular season is getting down to its final games and the best way to keep track of all the postseason races is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.